Hey, Goose Buddies, it's Chad. So we just realized this next episode is episode 25, which is pretty crazy that we haven't been shut down yet by the podcast police. Anyway, uh, we just decided to honor this episode. We'd make a compilation of uh, some of our favorite moments and your guys' favorite moments. Thank you, by the way, to everyone in the subreddit for contributing clips. It's been fun to re-listen and realize what sort of monsters we are. Uh, but once again, it's crazy that uh, so many of you uh, listen to this and are part of our Goosebud family. It's legitimately a thing. It means a lot to us that you guys listen and tweet at us and, and read along with us. That's, it's really genuinely cool. Um, so enjoy this episode. And if somehow this is your first one, God, I hope some of this makes sense. Maybe someone sent this to you and said, Check out Goosebuds. It's pretty good. This is a nice compilation of the best moments. And you're like, wow, not a lot about books, mostly about, you know, eugenics and conspiracies. But there's some good stuff in there. Uh, once again, guys, though, thank you. You're all wonderful. Uh, we'll be back with a brand new episode very shortly. I believe we'll be doing Deep Trouble. So get ready to go underwater. I assume there's a shark. It's on the cover. Who knows? It's Goosebumps. We love you all. Have a real, real good bud time. Because I'm going to jump forward to a part of the book where uh, uh, an old boss of the dad comes by, Mr. Martinez. Yeah. I'm Mr. glad Martinez. It was a, uh, they gave a minority character a chance. Uh, a to Latino name, uh, mm-hmm. living in California, eating avocados. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. Well, they do. They eat avocados, avocados and wearing tomatoes, a Dodgers yeah. hat. So you know? Mr. Martinez, Mr. Martinez comes by to just like, oh, hi, I wanted to see your work. And at this point, the dad's already acting pretty crazy and clearly a plant, yep. a plant person. Mr. Martinez goes downstairs to the basement, and the kids just completely forget that Mr. Martinez was there. Yeah. Uh, yeah go ahead but it's funny because you're going exactly where i wanted to go which was i loved the daughter's like her like her mindset of just like no this this couldn't be a bad thing this this, there's nothing wrong going on here that he he obviously just left his jacket yeah so the kids discover when they go back down like the third or fourth time mr martinez's jacket and shirt he just walked out of the house with no shirt on. And again, this is something the kids do in a lot of the book. And I maybe, maybe you need to do this, but I keep thinking, do you want to build your evidence against? The kids confront the dad every time he does something suspicious. Like, they play their cards every time. Like, hey, dad, we saw you eating plant food. Hey, dad, we saw uh, these, this man's clothes down in the basement. So they're giving the chance for the father to, like, always backpedal and find a way out of it, even though he's clearly a monster. <laughs> Yeah, but he's, yeah. so the first time they discover Martinez's uh, shirt and jacket, he's like, oh, Mr. Martinez was just very hot and decided to take his shirt and, and jacket off. I kept it for him. I'm going to give it to him later. And then later on, a chapter later, they find Mr. Martinez's pants. And I wanted them to confront the dad about it. And he'd be like, uh, yeah, I fucked Mr. Martinez. Sorry. And just like, like yeah, look, yeah. I, look, I fucked him. All right. <laughs> look, look, I had to fuck that guy. Also, I sleep in dirt now. OK. Oh, yeah.
Yeah, Monster cool Blood. Mom. Monster Blood, I think, somehow goes more into just full on. This is crazy horror fantasy because it. Yeah. As a yes. as a credit to it, at least. Exactly. Yes. Okay. So here's the thing. Got a little surprise for you here, Chad. Okay. A uh, little Halloween trick or tree. <laughs> Trick ya. So we didn't read the book, but <laughs> <laughs> we. Uh, we 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 didn't we didn't have the time to read a children's book. <laughs> okay. This is good. But 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 big old butt. But big old butt. We took the 20 minutes to watch the the television show. You watched the fucking TV show. I didn't even get to watch it. Okay. All right. So let's we, we thought this would be notes. fun. Exactly. We thought this would be fun. I mean, we had a spooky hayride that we went on. Oh. And, and on the spooky hayride, a clown demon stabbed me with its with its plastic knife. Wait, that was spooky. I'm, I'm sorry. Is that supposed to be part of the ride? Uh, it was not. It was not supposed to if be. If it was, it wasn't fun. Mm-mm. I, don't, I don't think they planned that. I don't think they go, oh, we're just going to stab one random guy <laughs> on every, every trip. Uh, here's the thing. Paul and I go to Shady Brook Farm when I'm back home um, for Halloween. That's like a festive thing. I- and Shady Brook Farm is a, uh, it's a fun time. There's like a bonfire. There's, you can buy some cider uh, and various snacks. But the hayride is the ultimate attraction. And for the longest time, uh, Shady Brook did things very old school. They didn't have like chainsaws with no chains on them, like running around and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I, I, thought, I thought that was all very shock and, and too easy to scare people. They usually had like little scenes laid out and it was a fun time. Yeah. Uh, not only, I know it. not this only is, are the, yeah, you know what this is about. <laughs> not only are the chainsaws there, not only did they have chainsaws now, like working chainsaws, wor- working chainsaws with the chainsaws, yeah, blades removed, chain removed, yeah. yeah. Uh, 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 but they, they, one of the parts of the ride that was supposed to be scary was <laughs> a man, not a zombie at all or anything. Just a crazy up, man just came up with a gun <laughs> with a gun and said i'll fucking kill you and he pointed it at someone on the ride and then lifted it at a mother head and fucking shot it a blank mind you <laughs> let me remind you who died from fucked up blanks brendan lee <laughs> uh, it, he shot it and and it was like you we had that moment of like, where our sound where the sound just flipped out <laughs> and we all looked at each other and we were just like that was that was scary, but on a different level of scary. That, that would be we the perfect did place not to, sign up for. That'd be the perfect place to murder someone. Is on a haunted hayride. You just kill everyone. Thinks it's part of the show. Do you guys remember that old Halloween scare? I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> <laughs> remember that Halloween scare? Old man delirious off his meds. <laughs> Break down the kid. Try to remember from memory, even though you just recently read it. You have you have Sherry, who's Sherry, who's stupid. Yeah, Sherry's super stupid. Is Sherry stupid? They're all stupid. They're all so. <laughs> I think Sherry dumb. wanted. To, I'm sorry to to classify this as the one female character in the book. I think Sherry wanted to bang Bird. I no, she my... wanted to bang Terry, and we and he brought. He brought... <laughs> 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 no, that, that's that's noted in the, in the book. She she asks about Terry, right? Oh, but you're saying the subtext is she wanted to bang. Bird. I just it starts off with like Who we're establishing the four kids. Doesn't want to bang Bird, and it says Sherry liked to tease Bird all the time. I mean, no Sherry one. wanted to bang. No, no one wants to bang Bird. Bird is one of the worst characters in Goosebumps <laughs> we've ever seen. No way, Bird. he's he's Bird like. 
<laughs> he's nothing else. <laughs> Bert, Bert is fuel for half of the chapter cliffhangers of like, and I've never known a jokester. So let's establish this now because this is throughout the entire book. He's Bird, jokester, yeah. Bird's entire idea of being a jokester is continually pretending to be dead. <laughs> that is all of his jokes, waiting for his friends to discover him and then be shocked and sad for him to go, ha, you thought I was dead. You guys are fucking dumb. I think, I think Bird had like a weird like discover a dead body fetish. Well, I, I think that's happened about 13 times in the first four Goosebumps books is that friends have acted dead and then been like, I'm not dead. That was funny. Kids do this. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, you know Bird when he was younger found like one of his family members dead and he's like, oh, this is traumatizing. I'll save it for later as a joke and that's how I'll deal with it. Like, Did, did R.L. Stein have someone uh, in his childhood that would do that to him all the time and then they would <laughs> pop up and go, ha, 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 you cared about me, you loser. I, I think it was like R.L. Stein's dad. I think it was just... <laughs> That would yeah. be well, great. well, here's the great thing about this, the end of this book. Uh, Sherry murders a man <laughs> by taking a picture of him. The kids murder a guy because they take a picture of him. He dies from fright because they take a picture of him. And then they leave the body in the basement. <laughs> and then they call the cops and tell them that the body was down there. <laughs> because they if you kill murdered. someone, if you kill someone, you can just call the cops and be like, hey, clean up at the uh, abandoned house. Be like, oh, thanks for the heads up. Nobody liked him, so no charges. <laughs> yeah, that guy just chased children around. So it's good that he's just randomly dead in the basement. That guy died. She murdered him. And the kids were okay with it. <laughs> We should also catch up because it's been uh, almost a month since we recorded the last one. Uh, I'm sure a bunch of crazy stuff has happened. Can I tell you guys what happened to me is I went to go see The Imitation Game last night. Okay. Now an Academy Award winner for Best Adapted Screenplay. Mm. Uh, have you guys seen it? Have no. not seen it. It's uh, about a young man named Alan Turing who basically invented computers, mm-hmm. uh, played by Benedict Cumberbatch slash Sherlock slash Khan, but not Khan, depending on how Star Trek Two played out. Uh as uh, in the early like World War II, just inventing machines and being persecuted as a gay man and how it destroyed his life. And it's a real it's – a, it's, it's a great movie, not really uh, a happy film, very sad. You're uh, very emotional when you get done with it. Great piece. Drive home to my wonderful Hollywood apartment and uh, what do I see but uh, three gay guys having sex in my parking space. What? Wait, what? So <laughs> – I live in beautiful Hollywood, Los Angeles, California, and uh, in my outdoor street parking space, there were uh, three men or two men and a lady, could not tell, (laughs) uh, having sex in front of my parking space next to my girlfriend's car. In... In the street? Well, it's like it's like off the street, like tandem parking. That's so you can access it from the street. Okay. Uh, okay. Just we're pulling pulling in the songs and that are inspired from the in- <laughs> imitation game are still in my head. <laughs> uh, and I, I'm sorry, I should correct. It wasn't just three people. There was a fourth man on a bicycle, just standing nearby and watching. <laughs> I, oh, I'm kind of guessing that guy just rode up and was like, "Well, I might as well watch this." Hey, free show. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, this is what Hollywood's all about, that entertainment that I, <laughs> I heard. And, a star uh, was born. <laughs> Can I ask, So, were, were any sort of, was leverage being used? Was there like a car being used as a surface, or was this going on well, on the they asphalt? Were against, they were against the girlfriend's car, 
but the middle person was on the ground between the two standing up people. Well, that is graphic enough. <laughs> Wait. Uh, <laughs> so it's near. I think the car was. There were they, you were aware of the car when it's two feet away from you. I'm sure it was a hand rest at some point. No, I mean, you know what? I, I could have been wrong. They could have been uh, doing a gospel song. <laughs> and it got really uh, emotional at the part that you pulled up. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know what you're supposed to do. I got out of the car and did a polite, like, uh, excuse, uh, excuse me. Uh, hello, is, is, is everything okay? Just left on the lights on them so they're aware of my presence. Right. Uh, the bicycle man, the, uh, the voyeur, if you will, uh, commented to me, <laughs> asked again if everything was okay because uh, who knows maybe someone's dying and these people are, are helping them maybe this was like a moment where i needed to come and, and participate uh and they just told me they would leave uh shortly which they did uh and then uh two more homeless people that evening uh sorry one more homeless person that evening uh yelled at me for walking past him so hollywood <laughs> Ahmed is legitimately terrible. Yes, he's a bad person. He's a he, very bad he, he person. He killed at least 12 people, according to this book. Yeah, he's John Wayne Gacy of Egypt. He literally <laughs> is. He's going into a basement and hiding bodies there. It's crazy. I never thought about it, though. Like, to, as far as murdering someone, dumping the bodies in just, like, a religious uh, burial ground actually is a pretty solid idea. No one's ever going to disturb it. He's got – They have, the reason his family has been able to have this curse – carry on is because they're brilliant and they put them in the right spot so more power to Ahmed. i don't i don't know what the U, the u.s version that would be but theoretically if you could murder someone in america and then bury them in like graceland like under elvis's tomb <laughs> no one will ever find the body yeah pretty much i think you just figured out how to be a killer <laughs> you know it was probably a pretty good idea back when uh ground zero was still a thing what's that if you kill a guy and then hide him in Ground Zero, <laughs> take him over to Ground Zero. <laughs> so be like, oh, my, and then just be like, and then just be walking by one day and be like, oh my god, another one. They're like pulling the body out. And they're like, they're like, hey, this guy shot himself five times in the head before he jumped from the building. That's pretty that, crazy. That's pretty that crazy. Is, that is the saddest, darkest joke ever. <laughs> hey, hey, I, that wasn't that, that. That's a good idea, guys. It's not. <laughs> it's a pretty good idea. It's, it's legitimately a pretty good idea. Um, Man, we're going to be implicated in so many murders now in the next couple of years. Yeah. Uh, like, turns out 9-11 was three guys. <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't a thing. It was all a ruse. <laughs> Wicked, this is the new truther movement. you got to listen to Goosebuds and find out what these guys are talking about. Dude, we got ancient um, aliens. We got 9-11 truther moments. This, this podcast <laughs> has it all. It really does. <laughs> George Bush did cause 9-11, but it's because he hit someone with his car and then had to bury the body. <laughs> the, the, the mirror, this invisibility lamp mirror that they're dealing with. Uh, did you guys have any questions over the science of it? Did there's any point of view where you're like, you know, I didn't question it once. So I think R.L. Stein did his job. Did it right. Yeah, it, 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 I think he it is. He scared you straight. But <laughs> <laughs> ever going into mirrors, these kids who are who are standing under a mirror uh, and turn on this light. Uh, th- by the way, the least suspenseful thing of like, oh no, I oh God, if only someone could turn off the light, or I'll I will I will become invisible visible again. Like, right, the least suspenseful thing. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, there's several times in the book where, like, so basically uh, these kids start having a, like, man, 
you know what we should do with this this crazy invisibility mirror and light other than like you know I don't know fight crime or or tell someone or conduct experiments is let's just jerk each other up. <laughs> <laughs> Guess who's doing it? Who's the best? <laughs> there should have been more. That was my major first thing. Is there should have been more. Uh, Teen, this sounds super gross. Teenage exploration with the invisibility. <laughs> well, well, what the whole time I was reading this, I was like, this is definitely an analogy. For oh, something. of course, yeah. It's it's uh, like sexual exploration slash drug exploration, right? It's, it's mm. definitely. I was thinking uh, you could definitely be like smoking or or uh, drinking or something like that. But I think what it reminded me the most of was remember when kids would like to like knock each other out by, like, holding their breath. Okay, see, I heard about this on Oprah. Did you guys do that? I never did it because I thought it was fucking stupid. Deep 10? Was that it? Yeah, something like that. I'm sorry, sorry, what is it called? Deep 10? Deep 10 or, like, deep 6 or something. It's like like a bunch of deep breaths, right? You breathe in or you breathe all your air out, and then somebody squeezes you, and you count to something, and you have a lack of oxygen to your brain, and... a brain, and you pass out. Yeah. So. So this was either... This one was either about smoking weed... Or asphyxiation. Probably one of the two. <laughs> I, want, I want to just point out to you how stupid children are. Uh-huh. <laughs> they true. do that. They do that, and some kids get hurt real bad because of it. Because kids are so fucking stupid. <laughs> what, what? Like, hey, do you want to uh, have a lack of oxygen to your brain and pass out because of it? No, I never wanted to. <laughs> well, we got brain cells to spare when you're 12. You might as well just burn through a few of them. That, My that's... body's just making everything right now. <laughs> Fuck me up. I got air to spare, baby. Yeah. What's <laughs> Deep Ten, I, I've heard about that one. Is I never remember it being called Deep Ten. Uh, I always would hear about those sort of things. I honestly believed is one of the things. It might still be that uh, Oprah and Ellen and any of those like daytime talk shows for mothers makes up to scare mothers. Uh, I, I will share this one. Have you guys ever heard about like for example uh, rainbow parties? Oh yeah, I've like, heard of that. Like that was the thing. Where, like that. I had never heard of rainbow parties. Until my mom sat me aside when I was probably like 14 and said, hey, I was on o- watching Oprah today and they were telling parents to watch out about rainbow parties. If you don't know what a rainbow party is, it is – You're going to want to go to one. <laughs> yeah, you're going to want to go to one. It does actually sound like a pretty great time regardless uh-huh. of who you are at the party. Uh, this is something – by the way, imagine uh, an Oprah hour-long special describing this to moms. Uh, kids go to a party. Girls wear a different colored lipstick. And then they take turns uh, putting in their mouth. I guess guys could do it too. Putting their mouths on dudes' peepees, and then eventually they'll have rainbows on their dick from all the hot blowjobs. Uh, that is something my mom knew about before I did. <laughs> why? You- why is that not a? <laughs> why? Who, who would why? ever think that that was a real thing? Why is there not porn of that everywhere? It sounds honestly. It sounds kind of gross. I don't know why. I. Lipstick freaks me out. Not for gonna, kids. Not for kids. Let me just make a like a caveat. I wasn't saying there should be little kid. Porn no, I no it no. Be adult I, porn with that. adults should have <laughs> rainbow parties. It should be adult rainbow parties, and it should be a great old time. Everyone, <laughs> everyone, and it should be this. filmed, and I should watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, in the first half of this book, when they were having all these sort of uh, these weird nightmare sequences, and she would just keep waking up, and it would get really mu- hot and muggy. And, uh-huh. then, and then she would see the dummy propped up in the corner. It really felt 
like a steamy scene from a Harlequin romance novel. <laughs> <laughs> like he was there in the corner looking at him with his yeah. glass eyes. Well, well, hot and muggy. She gets out of bed. Is it really a dream? He, she starts <laughs> caressing his hair, his eyes gleaming in the moonlight. He grabs her hand and they lean in for a kiss. Well, I think we can all agree that this is just uh, R.L. Stein's previous porn writing experience shining through yet again. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, Sh- the shiny hair is like the, the a cliche in that kind of uh, sexual writing. Well, thanks for reminding me. I need to look up that uh, <laughs> Goosebumps uh, slappy romance fan fiction exists. I am standing there right, <laughs> oh right now. Uh, of course, so oh because why would you God. not be turned on by something from your childhood like everyone else is? Oh, God. Oh, no. If you can see oh, what no. Um, uh Guys, do what, we do we? What are you do we, saying? Do you want to get the, get the podcast? This like, taken? Is this like the Ninja Turtle dick photo? Do you want to get the podcast <laughs> taken down from uh, iTunes? Uh, the oh god, the first thing I saw, the first thing I saw was uh, I groan and think he is way better than Matt. I can't stop groaning as he keeps kissing and licking. I feel me about to come. Slappy's <laughs> breath against my ear stops me. Don't come yet. That's all I read. <laughs> so someone, uh, seemingly this man who has a picture of himself as the author who looks our age. Is he wearing a crown? Wearing a crown. Uh, found Hold on, himself, Burger King crown? Oh, sorry. It's a picture of uh, Moriarty from Sherlock. So I'm glad the Sherlock <laughs> fandom is doing real good. Uh, found himself motivated to do a fan fiction called No Escape from Panic Park. And the logline is, what if they never escape from Panic Park? What if they were forced to stay there for the rest of their lives? <laughs> Romance blooms between two characters. And will the menace find out or not? And will Slappy find out about Brittany and Matt's romance or not? <laughs> Sorry. Hey, uh, it's posing a lot of questions. If it's, if it's bringing up that many questions in the logline, can you imagine what kind of questions the narrative brings up? I mean, come on. I had, not thought, so I had not thought about Slappy as an erotic lead, but now... I mean, this is chapter 12. This is, to be fair, yeah, I'm sure they laid a lot of groundwork to really establish. <laughs> uh, Did he hold his cum? We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, Well, okay, so I'm not every kid in the United States because for me... Every dummy is evil. So I knew <laughs> from the get-go that every single one of these dummies was bad news. That's well, all. Well, Paul, I think you need to explain the story. Yes, of, please. Of why. Please, please. Yeah, please, please dive into this. <laughs> we, we did build up to this, didn't we? Uh, okay, so, so I, I guess I'll, I'll lay it out now so we can have it before everything else. Okay, sure. Uh, and I'll hum spookily. Please. <laughs> <laughs> no, please, don't make, us, don't make us put that in, in post-audio. Just take care of it. <laughs> yeah, just do it right now. Um, yeah, okay. Yeah. So I, I, I don't know if I'm going to be able to tell a story with you humming in the background. No, I won't. I won't be able to listen. <laughs> I'll put, it, I'll put uh, something it's a good really story. good. I want to hear it. <laughs> so, uh, so I grew up in a, a relatively privileged suburban neighborhood, so I didn't have to worry about like bullets or starving or anything like that. So I was able to, <laughs> to, to put all of my fear into irrational things like being afraid of Chucky from the Chucky movies. Which is a completely logical thing to be afraid of. So I was very, I was a, I was a scared kid. I went to Catholic school. They, you know, hellfire and brimstone pumped into me from an early. They age. warned you about the devil and dummies. Yeah, I was like a stew of neuroses. You know, I was you, just like you were, you were a scared. I was a scared kid. I was a scared kid. <laughs> so, uh, and and my dad liked to scare me with horror movies when I was growing up. Uh, so so I was pretty scared of Chucky growing up. Like like that was probably my number one fear was that movie. 
and uh, and and like my whole family knew it, and my cousins knew it, and they all tortured me with it. And I got um, a My Buddy doll. I don't know if you guys remember the My Buddy doll. Oh yeah. Um, but it looked exactly like Chucky, like exactly like Chucky. But I had it before I was afraid of Chucky, so I loved it. I was like, oh, it's my, you know, it was my buddy. I loved oh, it. Oh, and then it my ruined buddy. it for you. The movie. And ruined then Chucky. It? Okay, so Chucky scared me, and I was like, I don't know if I trust this guy anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I was like, so I decided brilliant plan i was like i'll put him in the closet at night that way he can't come to life and murder me because he won't be able to get out of the closet which from this uh, book works apparently yeah see, I, I never liked the idea of putting the thing that terrifies you where you can't see it actually like <laughs> yeah, yeah closet doors are worse when you can't tell what's behind them honestly i always thought yeah. i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure when i did it this is now this is vague recollection but i'm pretty sure when i did it i put him in front of it i had a rocking chair in my room I'm pretty sure I put him in there and then did the the old rocking chair under the the doorknobs thing so that it couldn't open it even if it wanted to. I was uh, okay. Pretty safe about my my Chucky that lived in my room. Um, <laughs> he was pretty scared. I was pretty scared. <laughs> <laughs> so I started throwing him in the in this closet and okay, my dad liked to play pranks on me as a kid and closet and then magically in the morning I would wake up. So he, he was on the other side of my room, and the, I had, the, like I said, the rocking chair. I'd wake up in the morning after having thrown him in and locked him in, and there would be good old my buddy sitting on a rocking chair, <laughs> eye level with me, face to face. <laughs> Holy in shit. My face. Did you do something to piss For off your dad? Weeks. For weeks, it would happen. <laughs> and you've effectively just described the first half of this book. This With that I, anecdote. I lived this. I was. I, that's a note. Is that I lived this book. I was living it. <laughs> <laughs> like, Did it your was, dad ever? Like you know, he fessed up eventually, and then he started getting crazier with the scares. And I know I'll save those stories for another day. Holy but, shit! <laughs> Probably one of the most frustrating cliffhangers is the the. They're finally battling Mister Wood. They're like he's chasing all over the dirt again. Don't know what his game plan is. Where he's going. Uh-huh. He seems to want to stay at the house to murder them. He seems very obs- obsessed with these people. He can go anywhere. Uh, they chase him through the construction yard, and like they have him by the sh- hand, shoulders, and are mm-hmm. going to put him underneath the moving steamroller. Yeah. I am on the edge of my seat. I can't wait to uh-huh. see what's going to happen next. And then, oh, no, the dog got out. The dog's going to get hit by a steamroller. Like... The yeah. worst cliffhanger. <laughs> that was bad. That was yeah. bad. And like, and then they, and then they push the dog out of the way, and then the guy just happens to get run over. Yeah, they, they just <laughs> go right back to what yeah. they were doing. It's such a yeah. weird beat. It didn't make any sense whatsoever. To, to oh, the, the the best part too is when the he gets run over, and then the guy gets off the thing. He's like, "Holy shit! I killed a kid!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they saw a little thing run beneath our steamroller. Yeah, the, the two most intense part of the book were at the beginning when they thought they found a dead kid in the dumpster, and at the end. <laughs> with a steamroller operator thought he had killed a kid and it lingers on that moment it, it lingers because he's they're like no it's just our dummy he's like you sure it wasn't a kid did i kill a kid <laughs> you gotta tell me did i kill a kid it feels like it's truly heartbreaking I, my heart went out to that guy also two steamrollers on one house construction job seems like a pretty ridiculous construction project it was really <laughs> uneven land 
wait, do you, wait, hold on. Side tangent, bring... side tangent. Do you guys remember how, you remember, Paul, you weren't here. I'm just going to share it now because I realized how, how weird it was. Is uh-huh. you, Dom was hanging out, hanging out with me. Uh, uh, Dom's, Dom's girlfriend was hanging out. A few other people. I think we were just a little too deep down the drunk bend. And I just went, guys, what if we all watched real sex right now? And I thought, <laughs> I thought that was like a real great idea. But I clearly was wrong. I were Dom being a play gentleman, like going, Chad, it's not a good idea, man. Let's not put on. Like, no, it'll be funny. We'll all watch real sex. It'll be well, real Ch- funny. Well, Chad started. Chad, Chad started searching for it. So I, like, Chad, I do not want to watch real sex. It's funny because it's like it almost feels like it's like a gateway show to like you just all watching porn together. Yeah, like eventually, I, you'd be like, oh man, what if? We could see like a dick going in that badge right now. <laughs> I realize that's what well, it I seemed like it later. I could pull it up it's right like now. You got, hey, you guys want to do some whippets, man? That'd be fun. Hey, man, whippets just ain't enough anymore. <laughs> Heroin is what I want. <laughs> I realized that's what it sounded like at the time in my mind. I was like, oh, it'll be funny because it'll be a real weird show. But I realized it would have been like, yeah, guys, what if I put in this uh, DVD? It's called like Butt Sluts Nine. Listen, it's a weird. It'll be real <laughs> funny. I'm gonna take my clothes off. Like that's what it seemed like I was about to do. So you I don't apologize. have to see the prequels. You don't have to. <laughs> you see don't that. have to see the prequels. Yeah, no, I drove around in high school all the time. But like, there's that, and there's like car commercials now. I'm 28 for the record. For anyone asking, uh, uh-huh. like, there's car commercials now where like a dad will get in a minivan and like like a Nirvana song will play or something or like a Weezer song will play. And like, yeah, you're a dad. You liked Weezer. And now you have kids who are six. You're old. Yeah. Super old. Well, it's weird because there's a thing going on right now called emo revival. What? Where all the emo music is popular again. Like the shit that I liked in high school is now becoming repopular. Like Weezer and, and Blink-182, not that Blink-182 is emo, but dashboard confessional. Yeah, like Dashboard Confessional, all the, like, Taking Back Sunday, all that shit, it's popular again. What? It's back. I, I don't know. And, and not even... I got a confessional. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Let's go on. I got a confessional that I'm ready to lay out there on the dashboard. <laughs> okay. Okay, like this wrestler. Just, it's like your wrestler setup. <laughs> Emo can stink it. Oh, Whoa! it was a fucking... It Whoa. was a wrestling disc the whole time. It was a wrestling disc. Uh, yeah, dick. that's right. You missed probably the best part of the book. I think I know what you're going to say because I see it in my notes, but go. Roger gets slashed by a creature. Mm-hmm. He gets torn apart. That's, oh, that's what true. Is, that's what is said. Torn apart. They ripped him to pieces. He hears blood-curdling yes. screams. Exactly. You hear the scream. In the night. Oh, my. This is the scariest moment in a Goosebumps book yeah by by hands down i want to rewind a little bit not to take away from that but i wrote down in my notes very early on the rabbit animal attack first real cliffhanger yes. i was waiting i was waiting for the moment where they're like then they stood up and they were all counselors pretending to be <laughs> monsters but like no they're at they're at a random campsite waiting to be picked up and taught and walking i said they, they said they, they stood on hind legs monster <laughs> cat things start attacking them first appearance of a gun in a goosebumps <laughs> book yeah and it's fired off twice there is a shot. gun oh okay so we're jumping to the end when the gun came out i mm-hmm. lost my mm-hmm. mind Lost this is I'm drinking a beer, by the way, for Chad's birthday. I'm oh, having no, a wine. This is in the beginning of the book. When those things show up, Uncle You're Al right. shoots them. You're right. Yeah, Uncle Al shoots into the air. He shoots into the air, Dom. He doesn't kill any. 
No. He made the bullets come back. <laughs> he, yo, he's got Australian boomerang bullets in that thing. Those are illegal in America. Dude. Oh, man. Uncle Al was rubbing me the yeah, wrong dude, way. Not illegal on Camp Nightmare, brah. And then Uncle Al laughs. And then everybody laughs. And then the clapping begins. And it's revealed that Billy passed the test. And suddenly we're in a David Fincher film called The Game. And, every, and, it's, and it's Billy's birthday party. It is the, the bullets, the gun's not real, and everyone's in on it but Billy. You made the better reference by saying The Game. I was going to say it's that, that terrible reality show, Joe Schmo. Where only I one guy was not in on it. Oh, really? Oh, I didn't know that. No, I never was, saw that show. Pre- here's, here's, here's where I think it's important to bring up. It's a premise for a reality show of what if we did, you know, real world slash The Bachelor, yada, yada, all these competitions. It was during the height of reality TV. Right. And if everyone was in on it but one random guy. It sounds fucking hilarious, right? Yeah, It's like, yeah, it'd be definitely. funny to see this guy, like, just kind of be manipulated by everyone else. They didn't really do anything. And the whole time you're kind of watching, you're like, well, this is not nearly as rewarding now that I'm just watching a guy be used and manipulated. It's a slight twinge of that in this ending, there was a great Reddit post where a guy came up with an idea for a reality show, and he said that it was a show about a bunch of, I think it was about, it was about a bunch of gay guys, and they, ha- I, I'm going to butcher You're, this. You've already hit ratings gold, Paul. You yeah. I'm into it. I'm it's interested. About, it's, it's about a bunch of gay guys, and they have to do, I forget exactly what they had to do, but basically... The, the twist was that there were straight guys in there, and they had to figure out which ones were the straight guys. But the twist twist <laughs> was that every guy was straight, and it was just an excuse to make a bunch of straight guys <laughs> act like gay guys on TV. Wait, wait, And what? do as much... Dude, it was... I got... I have to find it. I couldn't do it. It was brilliant. It was this brilliant idea to basically just trick a bunch of straight dudes <laughs> <laughs> into being... Into, like... Into, like... Going over the top and like and like putting themselves in situations they probably never Are you would, me and that then they would all show up like for the first day of the reality show, and the host would be like, "Welcome to Gay House," and they would just yeah. see if any of them react. But the, to it. but the idea was like, there's a couple like straight plants in the house, and that you have to figure out who the straight guys are and kick them off. <laughs> but then it turns out it turns out that all of them are straight, <laughs> and they're all trying to kick off the other guys. They're trying to figure it out. It I it was brilliant. It was I think that show would work really well because. Guys, walls down. Dudes would blow each other. <laughs> that's what we want to see. I think that's what we really want to see. Well, at some point, you know, it would be, it'd be like, you'd get to a point where, like, I think Jeremy's the fucking straight guy. No, I'm not. Then blow me. Like, that would, that would have been the, like, where it would have built up. And the two guys who aren't into it would have done it. Yeah, it dude. Great. I found it. Okay. 11 gay men and one straight man are locked in, a, in the house. The object is for the gay men to find out who isn't gay. Once a week, someone gets outvoted until two are left, or the straight man is out. If the gays manage to outvote him, they win $1 million. If the straight man is among the two last people in the house in the end, he wins $1 million. Now, here's the twist. Okay. None of the men are actually gay. They just all think they're, that there's one straight <laughs> they're man. The one straight that guy. they're the one straight man. This is amazing. <laughs> Brilliant. Pretty, it, it, pretty smart. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't really <laughs> seem offensive to any gender. I'm sure someone would be, but it seems like it could be genuinely a really fun show to play with people's conceptions. That's. I, like I think that it's. A lot. I think it's. It's more like picking on some straight dudes, which I like, which <laughs> I'm into. Yeah. 
Yeah. You've got to figure out what you weigh on Mars fast, but how? You're about to give up. When you notice a flashing sign, it reads, the gravity on Mars is almost 40% of what it is on Earth. Oh, God, this is uh, math. Okay, now you can figure it out. Multiply your real Earth weight by four. Now drop off the last digit. For example, is that if right? you weigh 90 pounds, oh 90 God. times four equals 360. Dropping off the last digit, you get 36 for your weight on Mars. If you don't want to do the math, you can leave it to luck. Just guess. What? What, what is happening? <laughs> okay. Wait, also, right. is that, math, is that math. math accurate? Instead they, uh, of- okay, they're asking for your real Earth weight. Right, so our, like, our actual weights. So your weight, the reader, and then you do this math, and then you make your choice. But you can guess, and here's what your choices are. If you think your Mars weight is 37 to 20, or if you think your Mars <laughs> weight is 37 to 39, go what? to page 53. What? If you think your Mars weight is less than 37 or more than 39, go to page 22. What? Here's the best so, part. Here's the best part of this. He did not factor in that adults would play this. No, not yes. at all. And Wait, we're going to win. But also, like, is the choice being made based on what our actual weight is? Like, as a, like, so... As a kid, yeah. I will point out that uh, the second option seems to be the one that clearly misses, right? Because one is either less than the weight or more than the weight. Right. That, yeah, so, so that would be the one that gets you out of it. But, uh, I mean, I'll tell you right now, my Mars weight is definitely more than 39 pounds. <laughs> well, then I think we have to turn to page 22. What do you guys uh, say? I want to figure out what our Mars weights are, though, just for the record. If that's Hold on, what was, the, yeah, what was the math again? 90 times 4 and then drop off the last digit. No, that's, the that, was only if, that was only if your weight is 90. Right. If you're a 90. Yeah. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Do right. do do your weight times 4. Oh, right, this is going to be really embarrassing. 60, times yeah. 4 and you drop off the digit. That seems like such a weird way to figure out 40% of something. I'm going to I'm going to do the math right now. Oh, I weigh. good Lord. I am not supposed to be reading this book. <laughs> good Lord. If that's correct. I'm, I'm 74 pounds. Uh, Paul. I'm six. I'm sixty four pounds on Mars. What the f- did I do something fucking wrong? I'm hundred eight pounds. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, something's wrong. We're using Chad's weight. That's going to get us out of this shit. All right, it. we're turning to page twenty two. What do you guys say? Jesus Christ! Yes. At the at the uh, OC County Fair, there was uh, a large horse and a small horse. You can see. And I think it was like fifty cents to go or a dollar. Wait, see wait both was the small horse fifty cents or the horse was a dollar? That's, uh, that's the way it should be. That's the way it should have been. But those greedy carnies they they charge a dollar for both. Damn. Yeah. No Damn, deals twice, either. Twice for that one horse for that mini uh, horse. You're paying two times. Wow. Paying. Give you a buck fifty to see both. No, there's, that there's, some families, nice. there's some families who are like, we're not going to pay for no small horse. We're going to pay for the one big horse, and we're going to see all we need to see. We'll move on. We'll mm-hmm. move see right that, on. Let me see that big horse. Let me see that big horse. All right. <laughs> okay. I can see. I can, now what he does is you just look at the big horse, and the, and the thrifty dad starts walking farther and farther away until the perspective is that the horse is smaller. That's goes, brilliant. I've now that's, seen the small horse. That's F smart. you, fair. I'm smart, dad. Hey. Then, <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Fair hacks. We got fair, fair hacks. hacks. Welcome to Goosebuds, your podcast about fair hacks. Hey, did you know that if you pretend to be a clown, you can walk into the fairgrounds for free? Yes, you have to be a clown the whole time, but you're not going to have to pay for that entrance fee. Fair <laughs> hacks. Fair <laughs> hacks. I love it. I love it. Cotton candy. It's good, right? You buy it with the, you get the cone at the end. What do you do with the cone? Um, 
<laughs> it's uh, a start a fire with it. Start a fire. Big fake cigarette. If you want to pretend to smoke a big cigarette, that it could do that. Or hey. a really funny big joint. Mm-hmm. It would be really funny to be like you know. That that would be fun oh, too. Uh-huh. Hey, uh, another fair hack, Mickey behind the uh, Tilton Whirl. Tell yeah. you right now, he's got some meth, some magic rocks <laughs> that'll make you feel you real can, good. He'll always fair be named hack, Mickey. Fair, fair hack. Every fair has meth. <laughs> has a meth guy behind the Tilton Whirl. Guys, I still have the mask pulled up on IMDb. Because because why wouldn't you? I love all facts about the mask, and I love staring at 19-year-old Cameron Diaz. Um, Looking at the writer of the mask, you would be surprised. So besides writing the mask, Uh uh, he also wrote Face Off, (laughs) another film (laughs) about things coming on and off faces. (laughs) Also wrote... Darkman 3, Die, Darkman, Die. <laughs> also, it's so specific. It's all specific to, to people come to to faces. Like, I know hey, you get pigeonholed as a writer. I got a face guy. <laughs> Be like, guys, we need a writer for Darkman 3. We can, I, who's going to do it? Be like, well, I, I know the guy who did the mask. Beautiful. Love it. Let's do it. <laughs> can you work with bandages? All right. <laughs> oh, my God. And Is he ready saw- to do the third movie? <laughs> Oh man, I'm losing my mind now because I also saw he co-created a show that while I was at Cartoon Network called Unnatural History that no one ever watched, but uh, that's weird to see. But his other main credit, not at all related to faces, unless I'm forgetting the plot of that movie, Firehouse Dog. What? Firehouse Dog. What the fuck is that? I mean, I guess it's self-explanatory. It's a 2007 (laughs) film. Rex, Hollywood's top canine star, gets lost and is adopted into a shabby firehouse. He teams up with a young kid to get the station back on its feet. Holy this shit. This might be shocking, but he is not a Dalmatian. No. <laughs> and he's got is some cool-ass shades. Is it weird that like my knee-jerk reaction is to say, why doesn't the dog just tell him he's famous? <laughs> <laughs> You were discussing a culling. We, we were just uh, driving to get burgers, and it comes uh-huh. up in conversation sometimes, you know? Yeah, you're like... Was it, was it to get burgers? Yeah, I think it may have been burgers, but it may have been on the way to Hateful Eight, which I think it may have been. Oh, that's right. It was mm. also about, you know, uh, meat in a way, but like man meat. I was going to say, like, you know who else is like swine? Humans. Humans yes. are like swine. It, it was basically like, man, there's too many people on Earth. We need to do something about it. And... and- we just what jumped. were your, shall I say, master plans? <laughs> I think it to was to call the Earth. Uh, I don't want to put my calling plan in Dom's mouth, uh, so to speak. But I think <laughs> mine was forty percent of the Earth, uh, least important, least necessary, goes goes immediately. That or, knowing I'd love that to know I your might, criteria, knowing that. that I don't. Here's the thing: I know that I might be in part of the forty percent, <laughs> very likely part of the forty percent. I think the idea was you'd send out a census, like some sort of amazing test to everyone Uh on Earth, and you don't tell them it's for the culling. You just say it's really important, (laughs) and immediately if you don't do the test, you're part of the 40%. So that's like like a death note. It's a death note. Like if you don't care enough about this important thing sent by like the president of the world, then you don't deserve (laughs) to pick and pass the culling. So then 40% of the lowest people just get killed over like 
I think we were saying. I was saying rocks. immediately rocks. <laughs> they're they're thrown off. <laughs> I uh, think giant. <laughs> I think giant scythe robots just come down. This is make it real cool. Uh, and then you give twenty percent the ability to make it. Like they have to. They're on like probation, and they have. Oh, so to, we're getting like we're getting into like a Hunger Games situation here. We're gonna yeah. Little, though I don't okay, think cool. it's like an arena. I think it's more like, hey, can you grow corn real good? Like, hey, we, <laughs> whatever we need to do to make the world better, you got to prove yourself and get past that bubble. That's not as sexy as the Hunger Games scenario. All right, all right. we could do a bunch of Hunger Games or what? Maze Runners, if you will. Giant or arena running bands. Yeah, or, Running Man. That's what I want. Yeah, why yeah, is yeah, the yeah. Running Man not a movie again? I it's know. right. It, it should be. It should absolutely be remade. We talk about this all the time. The Running Man is like the one 80s movie that should be remade because it's so perfect. It's the best film. I love it so it's much. It's awesome. My my calling plan was everyone gets a test, and it's the, everyone knows it's the calling. Fair game. It says at the top, <laughs> the <laughs> calling it's test. Heads up but in big 36-point font. Hey, heads up. The calling's here. <laughs> yeah, the first, the first page is just the title page. The okay. calling test. Okay. And... Uh, you you take a test, and uh, if you score below a certain grade, you are then uh, you are you you are this is this is some dark stuff. We're you were no, honestly you were honestly guys. you were nicer in your calling than I was. I was immediate. Well, here's here's what I say. Here's what I say we should do. <laughs> here's my evil plan. If any one person gets in charge, <laughs> uh, uh, you do the test. If you score below a certain percentage, you get a vasectomy or uh, whatever. What, what what do they call it when a, a snip woman, snip? Yeah. Oh, the snip snip on the woman. <laughs> I sure. don't think. Anyway, so that you tubes tied, right? Tubes tied. Tubes yeah, tied. that's it. Yeah, so you can't, which is weird because it makes it sound like uh, a woman's body is like uh, uh, an engine, like a balloon. <laughs> it sounds sort. like a balloon. Like you're gonna tie, I, yeah. like make like a little poodle out of her. Yeah, out of her I think vagina the term, tubes. I think the term is like gutty glued. I think you get gutty glued. Ah, oh, sick. <laughs> well, uh, so so you score below per certain certain percentage. You you can't have children. That is no okay. longer an option. But you get to live out the rest of your days on Earth. Doing you are employed. You have some kind of job, and yeah. you're well treated. And you have a home to live in, but you eventually die and you don't have children. Right. See, I Don, think yours, yours is nicer. Yours, yours is nicer, but it's it's more set for a uprising. Exactly what I yeah, said. See, that's what Chad said. That's what yeah. Chad said. My first thought was, nope, got to take him out quick. Like, yeah, Chad's, was, Chad's <laughs> is going to cut off the problem right away. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, okay, so when you're taking the test, uh, <laughs> there's one guy at the front of the room who's got a rocket launcher. <laughs> And uh, you can't, you can't, if you movie shoots. <laughs> <laughs> the culling, ladies the, and gentlemen. The culling. Coming to a theater near you. I think I would add that, like, during the culling, we hire the band The Calling to perform their only hit wherever you will go <laughs> from, from Smallville and then just play it over the speakers and play over the country. Hey, and I think, like, um, at least 5% of people will kill themselves thanks to that. Oh, so. yeah, that's right, Joe. <laughs> okay, wait, real quick. Off the top of your head, what's the name of the alien you're trying to track down? Mithra Dithra. I knew it too. <laughs> okay, good. Mithra I'm Dithra. Glad I'll never all, forget. I'm glad we're yeah, all taking dude, notes. I need to, I'm, I'm thinking it might be a Xeno, <laughs> Xenu scenario, and I am excited, so. Okay. Become an investigator of aliens? You bet, you exclaim. Ginny and Chuck nod enthusiastically. Great, Grandma beams at you. I'm going to go after Mithra Dithra, but I need you to stay on this train. You try to hide your disappointment. 
can't we go with you to defeat the evil alien, you ask? Grandma shakes her head. I need you to track another set of aliens. You see, I discovered why there are so many aliens on this train. They're all heading for a big meetup a few miles up. A giant fuck party. (laughs) (laughs) No! (laughs) Chuck lets out a little whistle. Like some kind of alien convention, he asks? No, a fuck party, she explains. (laughs) In a way, Grandma smiles. They meet every few years on a centrally located planet. This year, they're coming to Earth. Ginny shudders. To do what? Ginny leans forward. Grandma leans forward. That's what I need you three to find out. All right, you guys are heading to the alien meeting. You, Ginny, and Chuck arrive at the alien meeting. Grandma has given each of you a disguise. You think your two blue heads look really cool, but unfortunately, this assignment turns out to be totally boring. It really is a convention. These aliens get together to vote on galaxy parking rules, real estate taxes, and planetary trade packs. What? Nah, fuck you. It's so dull. Both of your blue heads fall asleep. The five-armed orange security guard has to throw you out. Your snoring is disturbing the guest speaker. Oh, well, sometimes even aliens turn out to be dull in the end. What? Are you kidding me? <laughs> you think it's supposed to be the most interesting thing, and they give you nothing. They give you fucking kidding me. They give you nothing. Did he Are just you call- kidding me? I, we just read this whole fucking book. He just called us a baby for not going to see that fucking boring ass convention. There was virtually nothing you could have done. There's. Nothing. I feel. I feel tricked. I feel. I feel like this was some kind of prank that RL himself has. Set up. This is a prank book. There's like nothing you could have done to not this is have one of those prank books where the book tells you "fuck you." <laughs> it wasn't even like anything interesting details to the convention. It was just like, yeah, they talk about parking rules, whatever. Fuck it. Hey, speaking about punching, man, I just gotta, I gotta, I gotta pick up where we left off last time. Sure. The culling. <laughs> the culling. Been, I realize now, as pointed out by Banjo Story on our subreddit, mm-hmm. that my plan was just eugenics. I said that to you. No, you, you <laughs> knew this. We pointed this out to you when we talked about it. It's like, Dom, this is basically eugenics. And he's like, you're like, yeah, kill them all. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, that's the only way. <laughs> that's the only way we can survive. No, I, I, I changed my plan. Oh, right? okay. I realized the bad of it. Let's hear it. Please, please, what's your new plan? Yeah. All right, everybody's gonna get a test. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And we're gonna go favorite ice cream flavor. Oh. Okay. You ask the question. No, no. Ask the question now, and let's answer it and say how me and Chad would do. Okay. Okay. What's your favorite ice cream flavor? Paul, you go first. first. Paul, you go first. We already lost. We already failed it by doing that. Fuck. Okay. Hold on. All right. Hold on. uh, Chocolate peanut butter combo. Oh, that's a great one. It's a good flavor. Oh, fuck. You know, that's uh, Chad. Very yeah, close. I'll see you on the other side of the purge, Paul. Very close. I'm going to have to change. I'm going different, though. Mint chocolate chip. Oh, boy. You this know is what? Close. Peanut butter chocolate sounds pretty good. Oh, shit. Mint chocolate chip is good. <laughs> Mint chocolate chip is good. Uh-huh. But I don't like it all the time. So, Paul, cold. you can come on over. Wait. Chad, you're getting cold. Wait, I don't what? want you wait, cutting what? in on my chocolate. Why? <laughs> wait, what? wait, wait. Because I'm going to eat your ice cream? You thought he wanted he wanted you to side with him, but what he really wanted was his own fucking ice cream hoard to be safe. <laughs> yeah, dude, can't you see the color of my skin? I'm white. <laughs> Wait, so you're basically saying everyone who enjoys like Neapolitan is going to survive? 
I am inherently evil is what I'm saying. <laughs> okay, yes. okay. I wasn't sure what you're... <sighs> and I'm just looking to be greedy, even if that means culling my own friends just for ice cream. Okay. I w- <sighs> That's pretty he's, tr- he's trying to do a good white job. Yeah, You're just doing one white job. <laughs> <laughs> you know, while we're talking about eugenics, I think it's time for me to pitch my own idea. Uh, I'm going to double down on the calling. Guys, wouldn't it be great, and you've probably heard this before, wouldn't it be great if everyone lived the lives they have, but the uh-huh. government was like, hey, uh, you over there, you invented uh, uh, Elon Musk. You're super smart. And you over there, uh, you're this champion female weightlifter. You're the top physical prime of your entire sport. You two need to have a baby. And then, like, you get, like, Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt, you're handsome and, and, a, and an amazing actor. Benjamin Wait, are we doing eugenics again? Are we no, going to? <laughs> no, no, no. All I'm saying is you do that, and you're like, Brad Pitt, you, plus uh, uh, Gloria Stein, Steinem. Uh, you guys have a kid together. You can have the rest of your lives, but we're going to take your babies and put them in a super soldier program. Is that <laughs> now you're doing would, Brave New World? Kind well, of. Chad. Yes. Chad, I am into celebrity eugenics just for the fun of it. Yeah, <laughs> right. But like, super soldiers is where I draw the line. <laughs> <laughs> like, just let's just see what happens. Like, maybe we get a psychic class. You know what happens, well, Chad? Super, Rocky mm. Four happens, and then we lose Apollo Creed. Okay. <laughs> is that what you, you want to do? Are you saying Ivan Drago yeah. was a He's super a, soldier? Yes. Okay, that's actually pretty sad's out. I'm sorry, I was just reading uh, I'm just reading how serious people are taking our culling plans. Oh anyone my god, have, yeah. Anyone have a favorite favorite culling plan? I like Dom's, but I do recognize the potential for revolt. <laughs> hey, and honestly, you guys brought it up. It's a good point yeah. because not only would it be, you know, pretty bad for some people, but it, it is eugenics. It is eugenics. <laughs> yes. But, okay, so. but here's the thing. This is off the record. Here's the thing. Eugenics at its core is an interesting idea as long as you're not murdering folks, which is, yes. why, which is why the government should pay money to certain alpha people to make super babies. That's uh, all I'm, I'm saying. I'm into it just for, for S's and G's. Right. You know? <laughs> right. For, S's, for S's and G's, shits and giggles. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> Let's just see what happens. As long as everyone's okay with it. Yeah, or yeah, you, or as uh, as Dom likes to say, for stuffed crust and goose, goofy breads. Yeah, I love a goofy <laughs> bread, dude. Give me goofy bread. I don't I even know if that's a real thing. I mean, that's don't something think so. you can get at Disneyland. It's a secret <laughs> item. Goofy's bread. <laughs> Goofy's bread? I don't like that at all. Bread. Dude, it's got it's fucking sh- raisins and orange peels <laughs> in it. It's good. It's shitty burnt bread with all the extra shit in it. It's just a chef throws whatever's in the trash into some bread loaf, and he goes, it's Goofy bread. <laughs> it's Goofy bread. Dude, Goofy's bread is a real secret item. I've had it once, and it was really good. I don't know if you're lying or not. I don't know. <laughs> You can only get it in Toontown, and now Toontown's disappearing, so I wonder if what? I am lying. What are you saying? Are you just... Wait, Goofy Bread. Goofy's Bread is a real item you can get at this I don't and believe it. And it has raisins and oranges. The orange peel. What? No, that's not true. Yeah, because yeah. it's like Goofy. He made a bad loaf, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's good, though. You can only get it in Toontown, and they're making they're they're destroying that for Star Wars land. I legitimately can't <laughs> tell if you're lying or not. This is really blowing my mind. Well, I mean, I'm just... 
I just don't. Guy. I just. I guess we'll we'll probably never really know. I guess I'll go to <laughs> Disneyland and just ask for that, and every single person I see for about three hours until I'm thrown out, I'll ask. Yeah, for you Goofy's have to bread. ask spe- spe- specifically not for Goofy bread. For Goofy's Goofy. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Brewed owned by Goofy. And then I'll find... Yeah, Goofy made it. And then I'll find the real Goofy and go up to him in his costume and be like, I'm here for the bread. And he'll be like, Chad. oh my God, the signal. All prisoners shall be released. And then he takes me into the underground passages of Disneyland going, hey, this kid asked for Goofy's bread. It's time. He's the chosen one. It's, it's baked It's baked in the in the... Under uh, under the Matterhorn in the lava pits. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Chad, you have, to, you have to go and check this out because I am angry that I can't vet this thing right now. Okay, we'll go and we'll check this out. Goofy's I, bread. <laughs> you, you guys who work at Disneyland have, or you've worked there before, confirm it. it it's real. <laughs> okay. I like. I have a great story about the show. So. When Please the show share. first came out, my friend Kelly, who actually, my friend who I'm actually writing, uh, we wrote a fantasy book together when we were young, and we're actually like rewriting it now that we're adults, and we're not just writing a ripoff of Harry Potter and Animorphs. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, we both loved Animorphs, and um, we got together to watch the first episode of the show. Like, first day it came out, we were so excited. Like, we went, got home from school, we went to her house, we took every Animorphs book that we owned and made it into like a pathway from like what? their upstairs to like the television, just for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> just for like no reason like and an like, art gallery like an art gallery yeah so we made our own like event so <laughs> we like we're waiting for those for the show to start she's like i'm gonna go to the bathroom and she like runs upstairs and i'm like just like oh, i'm gonna like fuck with her it's gonna be so funny and so she goes upstairs and i'm like oh it's starting and i hear her like falling like falling and like she like nearly like hurts herself she's like fl- like half dressed and she gets downstairs i'm like i'm just kidding and she's so mad it was so funny <laughs> But, like, the, the best part is that after all that, like, fanfare, the show was so bad. It's really bad. It's a really so bad we, TV show. I think we ended up, like, just turning it off and just being like, well. And we just started playing Goldeneye. Like, we just played Goldeneye until, like, midnight. Like, we oh, just, like, cool forgot kids. about it. Holly stuff. Holly, do you want to tell everyone where they can find all of your amazing things? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm just Commander Holly everywhere except for Twitter. On Twitter, I'm Holly Conrad. Because who, who the hell has Commander name. Holly? Yeah, what the fuck? I, c- I could have taken Commander Holly, but Holly Conrad got verified, so I can't really like change it. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. Once so you get fine. the check, I could change. I probably could change, but like whatever. I mean, it's. I didn't realize we were talking to a check park person. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, you're verified. <laughs> oh yeah, you you're we're really you're really listening to Holly. Like, real real person. I never I never click on the like little verified thing at all because I'm like I feel like Does it's, it do it's something? like yeah. There's a little you get what? another tab that says what? verified. So what? What? You, so it's only verified people talking to you. Breaking <laughs> breaking yeah. news. Breaking news. What? I didn't know about this. What? So there's a whole other world. There's a, there's a part of the internet they're keeping from us. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, you Wait, only dumb, get dumb. it. You have to turn into a championship horse, and we'll get in there. <laughs> I'm on it. <laughs> you guys oh my god, it's horrifying. It's all like horse penis first. It's just a horse penis coming out of Tom's head. All I knew was the penis. <laughs> That's just horrifying. Dom, I'm going to share with you the future of entertainment. Okay. Now you and I are both. Uh, entrepreneuring, uh, that's not a word, but young men who... Entrepreneurists. Yeah, entrepreneurists. Uh, it's, my, <laughs> it's my favorite indie band, the Entrepreneurists. Uh, I, 
I, I cannot stress in how much uh, everything we try to do, I think, is create uh, entertainment, make people laugh. Yes. Uh, you know, uh, tell stories on a lot of stuff. Uh, talk about stories, yada, yada, yada. Yes, yes. My dream, I would say, for my career is to be able to make a really great animated series with a, a narrative that you care about and uh, it moves people. I am here to tell you that those dreams and anything you might have shared similar to that are dead because what? the future of children's entertainment is here. And I am going to send you a link to it right now. And uh, uh, anyone okay. who wants to look this up, uh, it's called it's a genre of entertainment called uh, Spider-Man and Elsa videos. OK. All right. I'm going right. to go ahead and bring this up. So it, it, as you pull it up, I'll describe it for this is an audio podcast. It is a, a wonderful world of YouTube videos made by multiple people, some in Russia, some in looks like Alabama, some just in a black void of a desert where. Uh, humans who should know better adults dress up in bad Spider-Man and Elsa costumes and pretend to be like a couple that are married and then other badly costume care. And this is not professional cosplay. This is like what you got at the costume store and just put on your body. Oh my God. I'm watching it right now as, as uh, public domain music just plays over what would make Laurel and Hardy type videos seem incredibly deep and intense. Like, Oh no, this is awful. And I can see why kids watch. Like it's just no dialogue. It's just people mugging to the camera. We're like, Oh, Hey, a guy with a horrifying plastic Hulk mask comes in with a soccer ball and he sees a snake. Oh no, there's a snake on the ground. And then the Hulk freaks out and then he runs out of the door into Spider-Man and Spider-Man falls down into a pie. Like it's just that type of video for 10 oh, minutes well, long. Okay, Chad, you spoiled the video I'm for sorry. me because I'm watching it and the, the snake to prank Hulk was just <laughs> introduced. And now that whole thing, oh, Spider-Man got spooked. Oh, he's spooked. Like, he can't believe it. I cannot stress how much you need to look up all of these videos, there are hundreds of them. Oh, the one, the one I'm looking at, which was posted April 18th of this month. Mm -hmm. That was, we are recording on the 25th because sadly we recorded this episode and it got lost. Yeah. This is a second. Uh, Sadly it got lost. Not sadly we recorded this episode, but (laughs) sadly it got lost. This is, this video is a week old. It has six point five million views. And I, as I said that, uh, spider woman, maybe? Yeah, it's just, it's just a, a girl a snake on Elsa, which she just showed Elsa, and she got s- scared by it. This is the worst thing in the world. No, I hate this. And I'm trying to explain it to you. Like, you think, like, oh, this is probably... You're not understanding listening to this how bad this is. Imagine your parents, like, did a weird sex thing where they put on costumes of characters that have no reason to be together, and then they just shot a video in one take. With whatever props they have around. Like, oh, uh, hey, here's a fake burger. I guess we could do five minutes where Spider-Man makes a burger for Elsa and then they fall down. Here's the thing. Each of these videos, millions of views. I am not exaggerating. And I did some research. This genre, again, this is a genre now because multiple people are making this. This genre seems to be getting roughly 500 to 600 million views a month. Oh my god, dude! I'm, I see the one <laughs> Spider-Man and Frozen Elsa versus Joker with Pink Spider-Girl, Anna, and Batman superhero fun in 
in real life and then a smiley face emoticon. 91 million views. <laughs> Holy shit, the one underneath that has 280 million views. These oh, are wait, no. Oh, oh. Two, no, I'm sorry. That's 280. Uh, let me tell you about this one. Uh, this is my favorite. Spider-Man, Frozen Elsa, and Pink Spider-Girl with Doctor. Spider-Baby is sick. Superheroes in real life. And now I want to point out that, that, that Spider-Baby is just a guy in a Miles Morales Spider-Man outfit. But no uh, one seems to be acknowledging that that's Miles Morales. It's just another suit they got online. I uh, like that there there is a a character called <laughs> Pink Spider Girl. Pink Spider Girl. Her first name is Pink. When do you think Pink Spider Girl is going to show up in the MCU, the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Oh, soon, boy. very I ho- soon. I hope if it makes money, Disney's going to go fucking. Hey, we should get on this Pink Spider Girl <laughs> shit. Because <laughs> from what I can tell, Pink Spider Girl, she's mostly attacked by phallic snakes. And is pregnant. That's what I'm sending you right now is uh, the ultrasound of Pink Spider Girl and spoilers inside her stomach is the Joker. No. <laughs> oh, my God. No. Why is this the thing? This has 35 million views. I, I, I know that there's nothing inappropriate happening in these videos. This feels like porn. Yeah, right? It feels it feels like porn the way it's produced. Also, almost I would say 75 percent of the shots are blown out. You can't see anything <laughs> but the dumb characters in their awful outfits that they bought at the frickin party city or something like like honestly, it, it, if at one point Spider-Girl just started blowing up, inflating, I would not be that surprised uh, if uh, if. If my children were watching this, I would cancel the internet. <laughs> I would call up the internet and say, I don't want it anymore. Turn it off. I got to I gotta have a child be an actual person. Wait, can we talk more about the Marvel Cinematic Universe version of Pink Spider-Girl? Just like, would it be, you know, the Infinity Gems are mostly assembled by Thanos, right? Yeah. And, and there's only one left, the Time Gem, theoretically the most powerful of them all, I would say. Uh and there and in Guardians of the Galaxy three, right? At this point now, there's like twenty characters in Guardians of the Galaxy three coming out in twenty twenty two. Yeah, like we need to go to the time gem. We need to go to the pink crystal castle, and there is Pink Spider Girl, the most oh. powerful character in the MCU. The most powerful character in the MCU, dude. Pink. Oh, oh my God, that's Pink Spider Girl. <laughs> pink Spider Girl, and all she does to fight is get pregnant. If she gets pregnant and has a, a spider child. Uh, I want to point out right now, Pink Spider Girl, in one of the videos I'm watching, uh, she's now had her baby, even though they showed the baby was the Joker. For some reason, now it's just a normal baby. Oh, oh well, God. The, well, these videos do this thing where they fade to black and then they fade <laughs> up on just some other shit that's going on. They really just like, shut whatever. The first video, uh, all the snake, the great snake gags were happening. Oh, God. And then it faded oh, up on oh, just a cat. Oh, Pink Spider Girl is nursing right now. Oh, God. Oh, oh, God. This is your children are watching this. 40 million people have watched Pink Spider Girl pregnant nursing. She's eating pickles. She's eating so, pickles. I guess because so, she's so, pregnant. So remember when you were a kid and you were like, gosh, I watched this one show one time. It was like kangaroo. Like, <laughs> was it, well, it wasn't kangaroo. It was, Ka- it was, kangaroo, it was, Captain it was kangaroo? like, it was like koala bears and they like played tennis and it was like, I don't know. It was this. on Nick Jr. in the morning. I don't know. Yeah, it was like this. It was like this show. Oh, you mean Kangaroo Court, which is a weird double entendre of kangaroos that play tennis, but also it was a kangaroo court. Oh, oh this system. is koala. I said wrong. I said wrong. Not kangaroos. Koala. Koala oh, bears. So Do you sorry. remember this koala bear show that you played on Nick Jr.? I'm pretty sure it was like some kind of anime that they <laughs> overdubbed. <laughs> anyway, that's what I watched as a kid. And it's one of the shows that I watched as a kid. But w- the memories that these children will have will be like, 
Do you guys remember like the Marvel movie where <laughs> Pink Spider Girl had Joker's baby? Remember like a bunch of kids talking about like, no, that's definitely a movie. I remember no, seeing it. No, that happened. That's a scene in something. Spider Man throws a snake on the Hulk, and the Hulk <laughs> gets scared and he runs out. Here's here's the worst part. I've I've clicked through this. I went down this dark web. Uh, this really feels like illegal to watch. Uh, mostly all adults. Every once in a while, a real child will be in these, like dressed like a tiny Elsa. It feels illegal. It feels <laughs> illegal to have these children in these videos. Well, like, it probably is. I mean, they're making money off them. They're probably reporting this yeah, money to the government, a, they and they're a, probably not paying these children. <laughs> they need uh, an onset or, tutor. Or filling out proper uh, 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 child labor forms, or giving them their <laughs> their required uh, three hours of school each day. You need a th- on set tutor to at least tutor these kids for three three hours at least and also uh the tutor will be dressed like the green goblin uh yes he will <laughs> he will be dressed like the green goblin if you don't do this guys you know what's gonna happen you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna have an accident <laughs> on set <laughs> do you know where i went do you know where i went i don't know where you went but i'll just tell you right now uh spider-man's head turned into poop for no reason <laughs> and now there's a giant poop mask and I don't know why. I I, I honestly think this is uh, avant-garde uh, uh, cinema. Hold on. And also another thing. Did you have to look up the fact that full moons apparently last more than one night? Well, that's not true, though, is it? I thought it was like. No, it's not. Know, it's not I an it actual. Like one, full- yeah, like one night it's a full moon. And then like the next night it's like, it's like a, a sliver. 15th, a 15th, 16th of a full moon or something. Yeah. And then like I had to look it up and people were like, well, it kind of looks like one. And then the doc, I think the dad actually says something about how the full moon will be gone in a couple days. And I was like, what are you fucking talking about? OK. All right. Here, let's. This is an interesting thing to bring up. Yeah. And I will say this. As soon as you mention this, the idea that it has to be a full moon for a werewolf to transform uh-huh. is kind of stupid. Yes. Well, unless, unless we're saying that werewolves, cause it always acts like the moon's rays will hit the werewolf and turn him into a werewolf. Right. Like that theoretically would then mean that anytime, any t- the moon shines on anyone, it turns them into a werewolf. They're a werewolf. Yeah. Unless so only, it's saying, only no moons would, would work. Then. Yeah. Unless they're saying the werewolves are on kind of a cosmic occult scale where it needs to be when the planets align uh-huh. and a full moon is just the sign that the planets are in alignment, even though it's just a planet and a moon. Right. Maybe, yeah. The, the idea is crazy. I've never thought about that, Paul. Like a, a half moon should also work or turn them into at least a half werewolf. Right. Right. What is this arbitrary rule made up by book writers? And. A moon doesn't give off light. It's actually just sunlight bouncing off the moon. Yeah. So technically, they should always be a werewolf. Yeah, werewolves are kind of <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> if not, what's on this moon that's turning werewolves into werewolves? <laughs> I think we just proved that werewolves suck. I th- wait. I think. I think we just came up with a great sci-fi concept. Of like them. Wait, has anyone ever written this? If not, this is brilliant. Oh, they, I don't know. Like astronauts are on the moon and they discover that the moon has like an element on it that's essentially oh. causes like like lycanthropy. Like it causes werewolves, and they're like, oh my god, on Earth, moon's rays would totally create a magnifying effect because it's the sun bouncing off this element. Oh my god, then, I would tell you to write this down, but we're already recording it, so were- it's just already pre-written down. Wait, Paul, moon colon werewolf planet. <laughs> Is a book that I will start moon, writing with you moon immediately. Moon colon werewolf, werewolf planet. planet parentheses it's Earth. <laughs> <laughs>
Dodger, do you have anything you would do to change this book? I think that it was just pure gold from wow. start to finish. A, a perf- hmm. Oh, nice. A glowing recommendation. Yeah. Uh, Dodger, can I ask what what are the Goosebumps books that you read when uh, you you did have a chance? If you can remember, I don't even remember. Honestly, I think one of them was a. I believe one of them was a "There's a thing in my closet" sort of story. Okay. Uh huh. We haven't had that one yet. I honestly don't. I don't remember my my Goosebumps past very Uh, well. What what series of books for children did you read instead of those? Like which which ones were your parents okay with? Uh, I read lots of Sonic the Hedgehog comic books. Yes, wait, wait, why have we never talked about this? What? <laughs> I collect, I, my very first Sonic the Hedgehog comic was issue number 13, and I collected them up until oh. like 140 something. Wow. Why have we not been talking about this? I started at zero. You started at zero? Oh, I had man. zero. I read it so many times that I stapled the cover back on, effectively ruining the value of the number zero. Um, I have, so... I tried so hard to convince my mom to let me, you know how some of the issues had the little flyers in them that were like, order back issues. Oh, I always wanted to. Yeah. And I was like, oh man, since I started at 13, I should order the ones before 13. And I never, I never got it done, man. Oh, I would, have, right. I would have the perfect set how, now. How much I also do you think? kept all of my comics in uh, like a weird milk crate. So, well, yes, I did too. Oh, sick. So they, they like kind of bend just a little bit because they yeah. don't quite fit in there perfectly. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, you, you'll probably, you're probably going to miss Okay, I'm, I'm looking at this like the Sonic the Hedgehog number zero selling for like $3 on eBay. We didn't miss out on too much. Uh, okay, few. Yeah, uh, there's not few, that much value few, behind them. Few, but it's, it's a comic that you got to read the fun part of the first like 40 or just like wop 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 what if Sonic goes into someone's body what if like Sonic uh, gets into a, a reality show cop- like uh, whatever what if they They're find just- a robot Sally in the woods robot Sally in the woods that'd be funny and then just suddenly goes down this dark turn of like what if everyone died dude this- oh, it got gosh. it got way way too serious at a certain point like to the point where they just rebooted it <laughs> yes yes so, like the fight the, the number 50 is Sonic and Eggman fight for the, the fabric of reality and then and the robotic fires off what they call like the ultimate annihilator and it wipes reality. Oh my god. And then like and like Sally's like in a coma. It's it gets real. Oh you know my what gosh. I did really love was the whole um and I know there's lots of drama around this yes. in the uh, Sonic comic community. Mm-hmm. But um I really loved the mini series of Knuckles and his whole family. Yes, yes. And yes. all of that. There's so much drama There's, around it, but wait. at the time when I was reading it, I was like, oh my God, I love this. I love it. Wait, can, about can we, this. can we spend five minutes? Talking, are we talking about the Ken Penders thing? Yes. Wait, all right. I think, can we, we'll explain it. I'm surprised we haven't talked about this on Goosebud somehow already. So I'll explain this at least to, to Dom. Okay. And, and Dodger, jump in when I'm missing details. Because I, I just saw him at, at Comic-Con. I look for him every year at Comic-Con, and I, <laughs> and I talk to him. Just to be like, uh, hey, buddy, how does it feel to not be with the rest of the well, Sonic creators? He's still selling his original Knuckles Echidna character <laughs> books. Like, highly illegal. So so Ken Penders is a guy who, like, wrote and sometimes drew for Sonic the Hedgehog for, like, eight years. Okay. And he definitely did a whole period of time where there was a Knuckles miniseries. There was, like, a soap opera. That's the one Dodger's talking about where there was, like, a full giant family tree 
It's like Laura Sue and Neon Da. Oh and like my just God. So many characters Knuckles came out of the woodwork. Great, great, it was like they, Knuckles, they, 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 like finding his family and all this shit. There's a whole city of echidnas and they all are super hard to distinguish until someone goes, you're Leon Da. I'm like, oh, I guess it's that one. So they're all, they're all Knuckles looking guys. They all look like Knuckles. They might have different dreads. That's about it. Like, okay. it's so hard to tell. It was a full drama for years. Ken Penders, like, leaves Archie Comics, the publisher, and then insists that he still owns all of the characters he created. Like, so he thinks he owns all of those Knuckles Echidna characters and starts writing his... Yeah, he thinks that all of the characters beyond Knuckles are, like, that he has the right to do whatever he wants with them. And Archie Comics is like, no, you created those characters while you were working for us, and we published them, and he's like, no... This no. is this is mine. I made this. <laughs> this is my family. I have this deep, have this deep <laughs> tapestry. So recently, I guess you assuming you stopped reading them, Dodgers. I don't know about this. There's been lawsuits for years. Ken Pender still goes to like uh, to Comic Con and like sells his books. He has his own original characters. Like there's this weird like sci-fi Asian future girl that he writes all the time that was also in Sonic the Hedgehog, and I didn't understand until now why it was in it. He just put his own original like OC in the in the book, mm. right? He still writes and sells them. There's there's legislation. So Archie recently just said, you know what? Fuck it. We're wiping our hands of all this. And there's a comic about two years ago where a new character, a Tasmanian devil, shows up. <laughs> and he has a... Dodge, you know about this? No. Oh, it's the best ending to all of us. They're just like so fucking sick of Ken Penders and all this stuff. <laughs> Ken, the, the Taz character... Wait, they like is, nuked everybody, right? They, yeah, Taz, the Taz character... I'm just going to call him Taz. He's basically Taz. <laughs> like, Taz takes, somehow kidnaps every character that how coincidentally is the, is the ones that Ken Penders says he created... Puts them all on a giant ring portal and then closes up. Is like, see you, characters. Never talk to you ever again. <laughs> and there's one issue where Knuckles is like, no, my family. <laughs> and, then, and then they like wipe their hands up and go, well, that's well, that's the end of that. Fuck you, Benders. They and then, them. Yeah, oh, they just man. like. Come, there's like they hundreds all just of went characters. To the Shadow Realm. Yeah, like hundred <laughs> characters. There's like one panel where it's like a hundred characters all just in a ring portal. Like, no, and then you never see them ever again. <laughs> Archie's like, we're done with this. Fuck this. We're done. We don't care. We don't give a shit about like Leah and Da. Get out of here. And he still sells books of them. Like, and he draws them, and they're not good. And I love it so much. Guys, thank you so much for listening. You're you're wonderful people. We love you. Thank you for listening. And until next week, th- beware. Bud, bud it up. You're in for a, a good bud time. <laughs> <laughs>